India Charts the truth about the markets India Charts publishes Nifty Daily daily video updates the weekly Elliott Wave outlook and the long shot report covering all asset classes Good evening ladies and gentlemen this is the 15th of June 2020 this is Rohit Srivastava the founder of India Charts taking you through the market action and what we have seen over this you know couple of weeks is a very very narrow and slow advance in the key indices now partly the reason for this would have been associated with the reopening from the lockdowns and the lockdown impact itself that the market is probably trying to price in because definitely the coming result season uh, from the end of june is not likely to look any great and in that sense there won't be a lot to really talk about and which is why the market's early momentum is uh, you know lacking the strength that you'd usually want to see because you're not going to really get the kind of news flow that would support the move itself so it's really going to need some kind of other news flow item to really be a driving factor it could be domestic it could be external uh, whether there's there's some additional stimulus measures announced domestically to get this going although uh, the funding for growth was already set up in budget 2021 and therefore uh, all that has to be done is implemented at a fast pace uh, just like we had the need to implement the vaccination drives at a fast pace so all of that happens then we are good to go uh, but uh, you could also help the markets by good positive external news flow and one of the items i think this week that everybody is going to be discussing and looking forward to is this particular fed meet which has been hyped a lot because of the most recent inflation data now uh, depends on what you really been reading for the last 6 months or 8 months if you were reading the right inflation forecasts they were already built into price you know this was uh, this is not something that has happened out of the expected uh, given the movements that we have seen in commodity prices agricultural prices and the supply chain related issues that we've heard for the last 6 months uh, and then the base effect Uh, these numbers uh, were expected based on at least the research that i have been reading so when it actually happened it's not really a surprise in fact inflation has been the trade of the year and being long inflationary uh, goods or products or sectors has essentially paid off really really well the problem is that will this you know stay out go out of control and push central banks into a tightening policy earlier than they were really anticipating to do earlier and that's i think the big discussion that the market and market men have started to have and eventually the news media and thus the whole focus on this particular fed meeting but i doubt they're really going to change course because uh, they have the dual mandate employment comes uh, on top of the agenda is something they've mentioned before and unless they really change their own inflation forecast for the rest of the year which i doubt both uh, india and the us uh, like i mentioned before have inflation outlooks that are in the uh, 5 to 6% range for us and 4 to 5% range for the us and unless those change to the upside they unlikely to pay attention to that maybe call it transitory and you know continue with the existing policies that is my sense of it but i guess uh, given all the hype people want to hear it from the horse's mouth and which is why you're seeing the dollar bounce about a lot uh, although in terms of percentage retracement and actual move it has really done nothing uh, for the re- most recent decline that the dollar index has seen from the high of april all the way uh, in fact march all the way down to where it is today we only have in fact not even a 23.6% retracement of that fall that would be closer to 91 we've so far just hit 
uh, 90.625 i think is the previous high it slightly surpassed today in what might be uh, you know slightly complex flat or uh, yeah flat correction is what it would best fit a 335 uh, kind of pattern what we call in Elliott waves and it says it's gone up to you know the 40 day average Bollinger bands which have really tightened because of the thin volatility and it's not really broken out of that range so it looks like a routine correction as of now uh, even though it's taken its own time and I think it would really help if uh, you actually end up getting uh, you know the Fed uh, uh, making uh, you know making out its statements in in favor of you know what it's already been doing which is uh, continued uh, easing easy policy as far as the uh, currency and monetary policy is concerned or interest rates are concerned and of course you have the government spending that they, they are supporting for the rest of the year the only issue that they faced recently and there's been a lot of discussion around that as well as being the high cash levels in uh, banks in the us and that led to some reverse repos and people started to read into that as quantitative tightening and so on and the question as to how they will deal with that in the short term from whatever i have heard i mean there are many ways they can deal with it it's really not something that has to become a crisis uh, they could simply you know churn around some securities and provide banks the required uh, you know securities that they need so uh, you know we cannot really read i mean they can also uh, you know uh, do more of uh, what they are already doing in terms of qe so we, re we really may misread into what this means and uh, therefore because uh, there are so many ways they can go around it without really affecting uh, liquidity you shouldn't really you know jump uh, jump the gun in fact one of the ways that i uh, explain it is i say that if the market is the best place that always knows the potential outcomes and it ends up being reflected in prices which means that if bond deals had to go up if there was a, a bond market related crisis based on uh, you know this uh, cash flow problem then it would have shown up in bond deals in fact bond deals have been falling for the last couple of months uh, similarly uh, you would have seen that if it was a dollar related issue then you would have seen it in the dollar market so none of that is still there uh, these markets uh, only the dollars reflecting some near-term bounce sentiment and i think uh, most of the markets like the metals or commodities essentially waiting for a trigger or a sign that uh, the dxy starts falling again and they can actually start moving uh, but uh, even despite the recent decline the only surprise areas the precious metals which have actually not participated in a big way yes they are off the lows that they made in march but the move has really not been huge or significant uh, but what i'm reading is one of the things that would actually help uh, maybe the pm market is going to be the basel 3 norms uh, that actually allow gold to be uh, held as reserves uh, in terms of bank assets uh, that's one change that they're likely to make uh, so if precious metals can be held will will banks end up owning some amount of gold and silver now that's a speculation you're allowing it right up front which is a good thing uh, but what does it overnight lead to a change in the demand scenario definitely not it's it's a little early to even say that so i think broadly the trend of you know whatever has been going on i think will remain in force i'm not able to see clearly if something changes unless it is announced uh, otherwise uh, else i think uh, the uh, steps that we will take will be continue will continue in the direction of easy policy around the world and that will keep the dollar in its long-term bear market which i think it still is in the interesting part is because it's come very very close to this 90 mark or 89 and a half where it has bottomed a couple of times before actually the 2018 bottom uh, was somewhere in that range 
and uh, since uh, the bounce uh, that the dollar index made in january it has come back down to test that level uh, at least twice you know and without breaking it so so uh, what i thought is an impulsive decline uh, you know that hap- happened after after that bounce for, uh, you know into uh, into march even then uh, you know uh, the the subsequent fall has not broken the january low and the january low has not broken the 2018 low and now the most recent fall from march to june has actually not broken the january low so you actually have uh, the dollar index coming back to the same level again and again and not breaking the previous swing low giving hope to the uh, bullish guys that you know uh, maybe the market's finding support here and the dollar is ready to run but what has also happened in the meantime is every time it's come back to this level i think the shorts have got covered a bit uh, not significantly but at least they are off so they are not we are not at the extreme reading of you know shorts that we were at probably at the march bottom also uh, sorry not march bottom at the jan bottom and so having a lower reading definitely helps the uh, helps us be in the neutral case uh, that you know things can go either way Uh, but uh, my sense based on the long term reading is that uh, based on the elliot wave structure is that it's supposed to continue down we are in a long term bear market and so breaking this level will actually confirm or rather push all the you know at least or at least some of the bulls to give up their case and uh, change their readings to the other side that you know we've started something bigger uh, on the downside as far as the dollar is concerned so i'm really hoping for that because Uh, that would then change the tone significantly it might also lead to a lot of asset allocation towards emerging markets and commodities which has already happened to some degree but those uh, assets sitting on the sidelines would then emerge i think emerging market flows at least as far as what we've seen in india has been very very limited uh, for whatever concerns because you know i remember the good days seeing you know 2000 3000 crores per day of inflows from fis now it's like you know plus or minus there are few good days few bad days and so end of the month it's not a big number uh, and uh, or it, it could actually at least it could be a much bigger number if you had a normal routine of flows uh, coming in and that might really not be happening because of the fears of the second wave of covid and Uh, also uh, you know country specific issues and maybe this whole debate around the dollar itself so i think that would be a big thing to watch out for so uh, do pay attention we are at a fighting point uh, for you know who's going to really uh, come out clean on this view but at least for the year gone by uh, inflation has been the winner on this theme and if you ask my sense i would say it's going to continue to be so uh, and uh, within a manageable range uh, whether you like it or not you know so that's that's my a broad take on it and now if you actually want to see you know this entire discussion it's far more detailed with a lot of charts historical perspective how did this exactly happen in the 1920s and 30s uh, versus uh, you know how these events have played out right now uh, that's exactly what we ended up going into deep dive into in the long shot webinar that we did over this weekend so if you haven't watched it then the recording is online under the long shot report strategy update you'll find the entire recording uh, uh, links uh, p- uh, you know published over there on the india charts website so that's what you out to do if you really want to get into a deep dive we do the weekend with india charts uh, episodes but those typically discuss the immediate view sectors on a weekly basis uh, but this long shot report i write you know once a month or once in two months trying to time uh, an important point in the market where you know try to put a sense of where we are even in the big picture across asset classes and then you know take the discussion from there and this time there were so many concerns i heard from people both on social media and you know in uh, on twitter discussions that i thought uh, and of course from my own readers 
that I thought they should be addressed up front, which is how we really started the report and then went deeper into it over the weekend session. And we've had a lot of good reviews over that. So thank you everyone for for all of those. What I'll be watching out for a resumption of the precious metals market rally once we are past this you know, tipping point uh, for gold because it's been almost seven, eight months since you got uh, a meaningful move in uh, either gold and silver. They do seem to have bottomed in the month of March, but even the rally from there so far appears or feels lethargic and that pace, uh, I really want to see that pace pick up. Uh, I think it will at some point of time. So I'm pretty closely watching that because we've seen something similar start to happen in our own market with our own, uh, you know, uh, laggard that is Reliance Industries that was the main driver of the market move last year when it was announcing you know time after time new investments happening to in its uh, own company and going debt free and then eventually after that rally it went into a long consolidation almost eight to nine months but what we have right now is the potential triple bottom uh, occurring in Reliance in a very complex uh, you know correction or consolidation I should say that has gone on uh, within that 38% retracement range and now with uh, you know three bottoms at the same price level close to 1900 we've actually bounced back a little impulsively which makes me feel uh, optimistic that it might start supporting the indices again so this is the kind of rotation you know even when reliance was not participating in the index people thought it was the main driver you had many other parts of the market start to participate and support the indices higher over the last eight to nine months now you have Reliance making a comeback, uh, you again have weakness in banking that, that was visible even last year, which means that even though banks are going higher along with the general market, they are not doing so at the same pace as they did in the third wave between September and February. So that was the fastest part of the rally. But if you go beyond before you know September of 2020, you'll find that even as Bank Nifty moved up, it was lethargic and it actually sold off every time the market paused, it would actually fall much more and therefore the gains would be uh, sort of uh, limited or muted and that is the same thing we've seen right now in bank nifty and it started make me feel whether something similar is happening here that it's not a big wave to the upside but it's just participating in the upward move uh, giving up you know every time the market pauses and then rallying again that it's done that twice already and so that's uh, you know sort of puts me on a mild back foot trend wise uh, you know it will still head higher but just that you know it's it's not going to make the same kind of speedy move that you saw uh, in the second half of last year. So that's uh, that means it could be part of a medium to longer term consolidation before its fifth wave actually plays out. So that's my alternate view and alternate count that I've been you know, trying to publish and write about it. If it does play out in, this, uh, in becoming a fifth wave eventually as we initially thought, then surely I change uh, the view. So this, these are times where you have to actually keep both alternates open, uh, but uh, opened up to the other alternate looking at the recent pace of the move in uh, Bank Nifty. So similarly, the uh, move that we are seeing in the metals uh, market has also seen short-term pullback. Of course, if you if I look across base metals, you know most of the prices have just zigzagged up or down in the same range. And oil, which I earlier thought would actually correct back to you know fifty-five dollars or so, just went past the previous high. So that sort of lowered the odds of whether oil is really going to make that pullback or not. Of course, have Fibonacci cutoff points where to keep that expectation of a pullback open, and then after that, give it up. Uh, so we're getting close to that, maybe 62 half, 63 dollars somewhere. We'll start feeling that yeah, yeah, it's now past the point uh, where it can pull back, and it started a new impulse. Uh, till that point of time, there are some weekly negative divergences in the oil market, uh, but the rest of the metals are just consolidating. You know, the the weakest has actually been recently copper itself, which is the 
main metal has actually fallen much more sharply especially today uh, after you know having uh, flatlined in terms of support at, at around 4.4 it just broke that and went under but i am not uh, i'm not sure it's uh, you know it's a bit early to say that you know it's a trend reversal even though it seems to have broken a one year long channel uh, but what might just be happening is a slightly knee jerk reaction because you know the early waves didn't have deep retracements and there's there's a guideline of alternation in elliot waves where you know if the initial waves the wave second wave is usually short then the fourth waves can be deeper or a little more volatile so we have to be open to that idea uh, not really jump it early but we've also seen couple of such sharp knee jerk reactions in copper even before you know it goes into a consolidation and just before it moves up one fine day it gives a deep cut uh, almost shaking out anybody who's who'd be holding on to a bullish view and then it actually turns higher so i'll give it a day or two and like i said these are we are around an event everybody is going to be listening to what the dollar is going to do after the fed meet and what you how us markets react to it and i think only that you'll get some stability in these uh, you know in these moves and then you'll start seeing a clear trend so i'd wait for that watch uh, these key levels i think the 20 week average around 42 4.25 dollars is going to be uh, quite important for copper and if it uh, manages to hold that despite this recent correction then uh, i think uh, copper will most probably continue higher from there itself so i think it uh, i'll have to really watch the next few days for the potential that it's only a knee jerk reaction uh, not jump to any long term conclusions or even medium term conclusions on it right now and uh, similarly when it comes to metal stocks we've al- already seen a, ne- a near term correction uh, along with the metal prices uh, they looked like they were at good support we've even seen a slight bump up in the metal index and metal stocks but as we enter expiry week you always get this churn because you know there are rollovers happening then you have the expiration based on delivery for most of the derivative contracts which also forces derivative traders to you know square up because uh, they don't want to take delivery and all of that keeps pressure usually in the pre expiry week up and then you know once you get past that is when uh, things normalize a bit and you get your momentum back so probably only next week we start seeing that momentum build up again uh, in individual stocks uh, till then you might see that churn because of the rollovers and month end uh, related pressures after that the next thing people will start watching out for quickly as we go into june is again going to be another result season which we all know is not going to look very very good so i really don't know how the market will deal with that uh, all i'm doing is looking at the charts and trying to figure out the right numbers at which the price market can actually pause or consolidate uh, and right now that looks like closer to 16100 plus or minus 1500 points maybe the next point where we'll start looking for that for that consolidation and uh, if at all the market wants to do nothing into the results then it will probably just consolidate that's my easy take on things i still can't see why it would uh, you know technically at least do a very big sell off uh, even though i uh, we know that you know numbers may not really look good for the june quarter uh, but the market already knows that which is why it might end up discounting uh, whatever is following uh, in the coming uh, result season so that's what is going to be a little volatile at a stock specific season we've just ended looking at you know annual results which you know uh, end up getting pushed into may and june even till last week uh, many results were getting announced and causing knee jerk reactions in individual stocks and very quickly we, next month we'll end up going into the first quarter results again uh, pretty painful maybe some companies will actually postpone their result announcements because they know that it's not going to sound good that's also another possibility that would then further push that volatility into the end of june uh, july that is or maybe into early august so that's that's what i think will will end up being the case with the markets but 
like i'm repeating again and again i do not see a trend change so far the indications remain bullish in fact when you look at us markets there are a lot of shorts in the cftc cftc futures data which also indicates a case for short covering that can actually show up and therefore you know too much downside in fact you have actually seen a correction the rotation in us is actually you've seen a correction in the nasdaq so what was happening between i think uh, you know march and april was the nasdaq was going through a correction and the others were doing well so you actually look at the bank index you look at the industrial index or metals and mining index in the us they were all making 52 week highs while the nasdaq was correcting now what you're seeing in the last 10 days is the nasdaq has picked up and started making uh, you know higher highs even last night the nasdaq was up the dow was down and you're actually seeing money rotate again out of the industrials into uh, the tech space so that's that similar kind of rotation like we've seen between sectors in india you're also seeing in the us which uh, then should only be seen as part and parcel of what is a you know uh, in market internal churn uh, but not really a sign of a trend reversal so with that by uh, leaving you with a positive outlook till i uh, come back next week one thing that we've done uh, with india charts insiders is launched a monsoon discount so in any of you all uh, willing to avail the one year or two year subscription get a 10% upfront even existing subscribers can simply add that to their existing subscription and it will simply get automatically added to the end of you know whenever your current subscription expires so that's that's the thing we've done which will be on till the 3rd of July so you can take advantage of that and that's it from me for this week thank you nothing in this podcast is investment advice views on financial markets are in good faith to expand your understanding of how markets work please consult a registered financial advisor for the same and yes please share this podcast with everyone you think can benefit from this knowledge